Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. We all know there are things in life that you have to compromise on, like tedious commutes to work or dealing with your annoying boss. But when it comes to your health, there is no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who uses your appointment to catch up on their crossword puzzles, even though they're available right now or they take your slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. You can search by location, availability, and insurance. So there's literally no compromises here because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. I use ZocDoc and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash R-S. ZocDoc.com slash R-S. Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole, more like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code r slash at checkout. That's r slash, R-S-L-A-S-H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code r slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code r slash. Welcome to r slash true off my chest, where OP gets married and then divorced on the exact same day. My soon-to-be ex-husband humiliated me on our wedding day and met his karma instantly. It's been two days since my wedding day. I've already been with him for over four years, one year of which I was engaged. It all started a few months earlier when I noticed my husband Jake watching prank videos. Uh Uh-oh. Among other things, these videos showed embarrassing photos of the bride being played on the projector in front of the whole room or the bride's face being smashed into the cake. I told him straight away that I didn't want anything like that at our wedding. He just laughed and said that he wasn't planning anything like that. I thought that was the end of it, but I kept catching him making strange arrangements with his friends. Suddenly, he wanted to choose the wedding photographer and the cake. I thought nothing of it, and I was just glad that he was helping me with the wedding preparations. Nevertheless, I reminded him the day before that if he did something like that, I would break up with him immediately. When the day of the wedding came, everything went smoothly, until the ceremony. Until the moment when the cake was to be cut. The whole room watched as I made the first cut, and the photographer stood in front of us with a camera in hand. Suddenly, I felt a hand on the back of my head, pushing me face first into the cake. Not only my makeup, but the whole wedding dress was ruined, and the whole room laughed, my husband the loudest. At that moment, the photographer took the photo, and Jake said that this was now our wedding photo. I turned around, slapped him in the face, and ran out of the room in tears. 
Thank God Karma didn't take long to arrive and came in the form of his own brother. I ran to the toilet and started crying when I suddenly heard loud shouting from the hall. It was his brother, Frank. I could barely understand what he was saying, and when I left the toilet, he was waiting for me. Frank told me that Jake had something to tell me. Jake was shaking and apologized without looking me in the eye. Frank told him to look me in the eye and apologize again. Even I was a bit scared of Frank at that moment, because I had always thought of him as a kind and gentle man. I had never seen him angry before. Jake apologized again, and then Frank led us back into the hall, which was suddenly very quiet, and most of our families looked down at the floor a little embarrassed. The festivities were cut short, and I was taken home by Frank because I was too angry with my husband, and I didn't want to see him. During the ride, Frank apologized for blowing up like that. He explained that my husband was horrible back when they were brothers, and he used every special occasion to humiliate Frank. When it was Frank's birthday, my husband would throw his cake at him and break his presents. But back then, their parents always brushed it off by saying that's just how brothers behave. So he had to endure every humiliation, but when he saw my husband bury my face in the cake, he was fed up because he realized that my husband was just a bad person who got his satisfaction from humiliating others. I asked Frank if he thought that it would be an overreaction if I separated from my husband, and he said no, because according to him, I deserved better, and he didn't care about how his brother felt about it because he had brought it on himself. Then he told me that if I needed help collecting my things, he would help me and he gave me his number. So, I decided to separate from Jake and file for divorce, and I told Jake and my family about it. Jake told me not to do that because it was just a harmless prank. I was spammed by both his family and mine that it would be ridiculous to end our marriage over this, but I see it differently. If he does something like this to me, despite multiple requests not to do it, even after promising he wouldn't do it, then I can't trust him. No matter what he promises me, I have to assume that the opposite can and will happen and that he doesn't care at all about how I feel about his decisions. This situation can be projected onto so many much worse situations where it would be important for me to be able to trust him. His brother Frank seems to be the only one who supports me now, and I'll go through with a divorce. Call me humorless, call me what you want, but I've given my reasons. Then, about five days later, OP posted an update. Many of you have pointed out that I could get an annulment. Don't ask me why I didn't think of this earlier, but you guys pointed it out, and I plan on doing that. I haven't done it yet, but it'll happen in the next few weeks. It'll probably be much easier than a divorce. So, a day after I wrote the original post, I went to Jake's apartment to get my stuff. In the meantime, I slept over at my best friend's house. Of course, I also took up Frank's offer to help me get my stuff. When we arrived there, Jake pleaded with me that it was just a prank and that he didn't mean to hurt me. But the only thing I could think about is how he broke my trust before and how I couldn't trust him now if he told me that he didn't mean to hurt me. When he saw Frank, his face turned red, and he yelled at Frank and accused him of poisoning me against him. Don't worry, Jake. You did this yourself. Jake argued with Frank for a while, and Frank confronted him with everything he did during his childhood. Jake told Frank to grow a pair and that he should just forget about what happened back then. Ironic when Jake's the one who's never changed and is just as bad as before. Jake constantly tried to talk to me, but Frank stood in his way and talked over him, and when we left, I saw Jake angrily smash the door. Apparently, he was now spreading lies to his family that Frank was trying to steal me from him. Luckily, I was able to see who Jake really was before it was too late. 
What a coincidence that after this incident, my family spammed me with messages as well about how we should talk to a therapist instead of breaking up over this. They only stopped when I threatened to cut them off too. Also, I asked Frank out on a date, but he rejected me telling me that he's already dating someone else. I just wanted to tell you this so that everyone can stop asking me. But honestly, I'm also kind of glad that that was his answer, because it means that he didn't just help me because there was malicious intent behind it, but more because he's simply a good person. Regardless, I told him about my post here, and Frank told me that he read many of your comments. He said that he liked your comments and that you made his day. I thought you might want to know this. OP, I'm glad for your more or less happy ending, I suppose. I guess any ending where you're not with Jake is a happy ending. He lied, he trampled your boundaries, and worst of all, it's not even funny. It's not a funny joke. It's just mean. If you wanted a cake smash so much, why didn't he get you to smash his face into the cake? Our next Reddit post is from Expensive Concept. My ex-husband and I, who were both in our late 40s, were a real love story for 17 years. He was my world, and I loved everything about him. I thought that he loved me too, but about two years ago, for about two months, he changed. The change was so palpable that I knew in my heart that it was another woman. He stopped kissing me good morning or good night. He stopped asking me on dates and always declined when I did. He didn't doze off with his head in my lap to a movie every evening, always missing the end. Now, he even sat on the other couch. He stopped saying he loved me, and he stopped texting me during the day. I didn't know what to do other than wait and see, and sure enough, after two months, he told me that he was in love with someone else and he wanted a divorce. I was heartbroken, but I couldn't do anything about it. I would never beg someone to love me, no matter how much I loved them. He moved out and started the divorce. His new girlfriend, who's in her early 30s, moved in with him not long after. My ex-husband is very successful, and our divorce was finalized a couple of weeks ago. I haven't seen my ex-husband much since he moved out. I don't know what got into me. I've kept things civil and prideful during the separation. I was surprised that he was with his lawyer because I thought that he just signed and he didn't need to be there. I signed the document and looked at him for the first time in two years. Without giving myself the time to stop and keep my dignity, I smiled and said that he now lost the last woman that he would know for sure ever loved him and saw him for him and not for his money or assets. He was smiling at first, probably relieved that I was finally fine enough to look at him again. He had complained to our son that I never looked at him anymore. But then his smile faltered and turned into shock and then he started crying. I was terrified of what I did to him and I just left, practically running. I got a text from his girlfriend this morning with many insults about me, my character, my looks, and my age. Because he was supposed to have proposed to her on Christmas with all of her family present, but he didn't. He now refuses to talk about it with her or any of her family, and she thinks that it's my fault. That I ruined their relationship. I blocked her, but I can't help but wonder if I really did ruin their relationship. I even wonder if I care. All I know is that he looks so old and pathetic. I wonder if I ever really knew him or loved him. Man, that's rich. This woman literally breaks up a 17-year marriage and then gets upset at this woman because, oh, you broke up my relationship. So? Yeah, so what? Turnabout's fair play, you cheating homewrecker. Our next Reddit post is from Hospital New. Ferrero Rocher restricted my diet for over 15 years. I'm a 21-year-old woman, and I just found out that Ferrero Rocher caused my parents to lie to me for over 15 years. 
I have been suffering with constant allergies for the past few weeks, which led me to take a test to find out what was causing it. I found out that my parents lied to me for over 15 years by saying that I was allergic to nuts. This happened because my mom loves Ferrero Rocher and these are expensive in the country where I live. The lie got out of hand and I ended up avoiding all kinds of nuts during my entire life. I've been deprived of hundreds of recipes because my parents didn't want to share this effing chocolate with me. Is it even good? I feel betrayed and manipulated, and I feel like I'll forever resent Ferrero Rocher. Should I even try it as some kind of exposure therapy or something? I'm absolutely sure that it won't kill me this time. Man, instead of just saying, Sorry, sweetie, this is mommy's chocolate. Mommy's gonna eat this, you can't have any. They're gonna lie to you for over a decade? What a nut job! Our next Reddit post is from Tripod. I'm a single dad. My girlfriend gave birth and signed away her rights. She didn't want our sweet girl. We both planned to have our baby, but she changed her mind during the second trimester. She tried to abort it, but it was too far into her pregnancy to reconsider at that point. She begged me to be open to adoption, but I refused to sign away my rights and have strangers raise my daughter. My girlfriend changed her mind about being a mother, but I always wanted to be a father, and I'll never not want to be a father. She told me to pick her or the baby, and I chose my daughter. We broke up during her pregnancy. She gave birth and stayed at the hospital for five days, and then she left us. I stayed with her the entire time that she was at the hospital because I was scared of her bolting or just doing something crazy. I'm glad I stayed with her because she tried leaving the hospital after 24 hours of the C-section. She kept harassing the staff and begging them to let her check out. To be honest, she did seem physically healthy to be checked out, but I know hospitals have their protocols. The whole time I was there, I thought that she would change her mind once she gave birth, but I was wrong. She didn't say anything nasty about our daughter, and she didn't do anything nasty, but she was just emotionless. I guess I'm shocked, because I've just never seen a woman be so emotionless, especially towards her own baby that she carried. She was specific on her instructions to the midwife and told her that she didn't want to hold the baby after it came out, and to just give it to the child's father. Even though the midwife knew about our situation, she still pressured my girlfriend into breastfeeding and at least giving the baby some milk. My girlfriend refused. My girlfriend really just wanted to pop the baby out and bolt. She only held the baby twice, and that's only because she had to since I wasn't in the private room 24-7. I feel like Reddit is going to ask me if she's financially involved, and no, she does not pay child support. She doesn't really make any money to begin with. Either way, I don't want her money, and I don't need her money. I'm glad that I was easily able to be my daughter's only legal parent, and I don't want anything to do with my ex. She's never seen our baby again since she gave birth. She never asked about her. I've never heard from her again. I think she moved to a different state. My darling girl still makes my heart melt when she calls me daddy. I married a man who forces himself on women. What the F do I do now? My husband's son showed up three days ago. My husband just sent him away, but the kid came back hours later when my husband was gone. He asked me to hear him out, and I did. His son has the genetics test to prove it. My husband got a DNA test a few years ago. He's adopted, so it made sense. Apparently, since this guy is my husband's son, it pinged the system. Fine, whatever. His son told me that he wanted me to know what kind of monster I'd married. His mom was 17 when he was born. My husband was 26. 
He's older than me, and I've always told people that he's not like that, you know? Not some creep, we just connected. I asked my husband about it, and he said that he didn't know how old she was at the time. That he dipped and moved away when she came clean, and then left her with her baby. His son and I are still in contact, and he's insisting that his mom was R-worded. Now, they're going to prosecute him since there's more evidence. I don't know if he means violent R-word, or if it was just because she was underage. I feel so sick. I know what he did was wrong, but it could have been an accident, right? That he genuinely didn't know her age or something? I haven't properly spoken to my husband since the day his son visited. What do you even say in this situation? Also, down in the comments, people are asking what the age difference is between OP and her husband, and OP says, I'm 27 now, but I was 19 when I met him. He's 45 and was 37 when I met him? 37 from 19 is what? That's an 18-year age gap? Wait, no, no! That means, wait, am I doing this math right? That means that when OP was an 8-year-old little girl, this guy was r-wording teenagers that was r slash true off my chest and if you like this content be sure to follow my podcast because i put out new reddit podcast episodes every single day